Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Ashvedo Podcast. I'm Ash, and today I want to talk about emotional intelligence. And I'm just going to jump right in. I've been on my self-development kick lately. Like, I don't know, I'm, I'm back on wanting to be that bitch and healthy and happy and just taking care of myself. Um, honestly, I... I've been drinking a lot. I work at a winery and I've been going out drinking with friends a lot lately and it's been so much fun and I've, I don't want to undo or like talk about on any of that. Like I had a great time, but I really just kind of want to get back into a routine of taking care of myself and feeling good about myself again, just because I feel like I haven't really, I haven't been doing that. And so lately I've been thinking a lot about like why I make the decisions I make and really how they all just kind of come back to my emotional state the decisions I make all come back to my emotional well-being. And if I'm not feeling so great, you know, I tend to make worse decisions. And when I'm feeling better about myself, I tend to take and make better decisions for myself. And if my emotions are going to, you know, dictate the decision I make and move me forward or keep me stuck or whatever, I think that I should have a little bit more of a, an understanding of those emotions. Sounds important, so... I want to be in control here. So originally, the reason I wanted to record was I was journaling and I had written down something along the lines of allow the emotions to come up, whatever they are, the only way out is through, basically something, something like that. And just allowing my emotions to kind of happen because lately, you know, I, not even lately, like this is life. We get caught up in our emotions and we, we mistake them for the truth sometimes and, they do kind of fog our judgment and make things a little unclear a lot of the times, especially if you're as emotional as I am, which is very. So yeah, I was thinking about how how regularly my emotions dictate, you know, the actions that I make in my day-to-day life and how I can just allow the emotions to come up when they need to so that they're not dictating my every move. Does that make sense? Basically, I started reading. I started rereading 101 essays that will change the way you think. And that book's so good. Go read it. And I think what came up for me was I I had just, like I said, restarted it. And so I opened up to chapter three and chapter three was all about emotional intelligence. And I was like, wow, that's the whole chapter. Just, it seemed so fitting. It was such a synchronicity. It was just exactly what I needed to hear in that moment because like I said, I'd like to be more emotionally intelligent if my emotions are going to dictate my every move, which sounds dramatic. But like, if you think about it, that's really what's going on here is like, if you feel a certain way, you're going to make a decision. And if you feel a different way, you might make a different decision that. And so I started reading about this chapter about emotional intelligence. And I was thinking all the time that we spend resisting the emotion. And it, so it did, it started going into a spiral. I'm just, I'm fair warning you, this is going to be a rant. But like I said, I was thinking about emotional intelligence and I'm like, well, I don't really process my emotions that great. And I like to just pretend that they're not there a lot of the times or I'll just like ignore them till they go away. But all the time we spend resisting the emotion could be better spent healing and moving forward in your life. But what is burying it doing for you? And I get that it's so much easier said than done, but as someone who's done it, I can confidently say that as much as it sucks to feel sad, to feel alone, and to feel unworthy, it's so much easier letting it go once you do finally allow yourself to sit with it and feel it as deeply as you need to. And um, I think that emotional intelligence is not necessarily just allowing yourself to feel your feelings as deeply as you need to, 
whenever, wherever, but specifically, you know, creating pockets of space and time for those emotions to flow freely, uh, therefore not completely exploding the rest of your life, if that makes any sense. I know that makes sense. That has to make sense to somebody because I do make these emotional decisions where like I, I'm filled with rage and I'm just like, I'm so angry. And then I come back after I've processed my anger and I'm like, you know, I could have handled that differently or like that didn't need to end as badly as it did. I'm so sorry. But like, there's not really any taking it back at that point. But allowing a time and space for your feelings to be felt instead of avoiding your feelings altogether could be so fucking healing. Shitty at first, but so healing. So anyway, like I said, I've been rereading 101 essays that'll change the way you think. And I do want to kind of go into this chapter a little bit and share some of it. But before I do, I looked up the definition of emotional intelligence and emotional intelligence is most often defined as the ability to perceive, use, understand, manage, and handle emotions. That is a lot. And the reason I wanted to talk about it is because for much of my life, pretty much my entire life, actually, I've been making decisions, like I said, based on my emotions. And don't get me wrong, I love being an emotional bitch. But if I'm going to change the state that I'm in, I need to understand the emotions that every single one of my life decisions is based on, which sounds like a lot. But basically, I just need to feel my big emotions when I need to. So that like I said, they don't affect any decisions that I make throughout the day that aren't, you know, in my favor with my best interest in mind. So based off the definition of emotional intelligence, my guess is that most of us are not as emotionally intelligent as we'd like to be. I know that I'm definitely not, and that's that's why I'm doing this work. That's why I'm learning about this and practicing it. And I think that changing the way that we handle and perceive and use and understand and manage our emotions is exactly the key to changing your life, as cheesy as that sounds. Okay, I'm going to stop using my own words here because they're not flowing quite as freely. I want to read some of what chapter three says. So chapter three is labeled 10 things emotionally intelligent people do not do. And I'm just going to read, I mean, they go into a little bit of detail here. So I'm just going to read like the first section um, of each one. Number one, emotionally intelligent people do not assume that the way they think and feel about a situation is the way it is in reality, nor how it will turn out in the end. They recognize that their emotions are responses and not accurate gauges of what's going on. Okay, I could use a little work on that. Number two, their emotional base points are not external. Their emotions aren't somebody else's doing and therefore somebody else's problems to resolve. Okay, that I practice deeply. I constantly have to remind myself that when I'm annoyed, that's not whoever annoyed me's problem to fix. And it's not anybody else's issue to have to deal with and to not outlash and be a cunt to everybody else, basically. Number three, they don't assume to know what it is that will make them truly happy. Being that our only frame of reference at any given time is whatever has happened in the past, we actually have no means to determine what would make us truly happy, as opposed to just feeling saved from whatever we disliked about our past experiences. In understanding this, they open themselves up to any experience that their life evolves toward, knowing that there are equal parts good and bad in everything. Yin and yang, bitch. Number four, they don't think that being fearful is a sign that they're on the wrong path. 
In fact, they know that being fearful is a sign that you're on the right path moving towards something you love, but that your old beliefs and unhealed experiences are getting in the way of. Mic drop. Number five, they know that happiness is a choice, but they don't feel the need to make it all the time. They're not stuck in the illusion that happiness is a sustained sustained state of joy. Number six, they don't allow their thoughts to be chosen for them. They recognize that through social conditioning and the external human monkey mind, they can often be swayed by thoughts, beliefs, and mindsets that were never theirs in the first place. Seven, they don't withhold your feel. Whoa, I cannot read. Seven, they don't withhold their feelings or try to temper them so much as to render them almost gone. They do, however, have the capacity to withhold their emotional response until they are in an environment wherein it would be appropriate to express how they are feeling. They don't suppress it. They manage it effectively. Number eight, they know that a feeling will not kill them. They've developed through stamina and awareness to know that all things, even the worst, are transitory. Number nine, they don't just become close friends with anyone. They recognize true trust and intimacy as something you should build and something you want to be discerning with whom you share. And last, but definitely not least, number 10, they don't confuse a bad feeling for a bad life. They're aware and avoid extrapolation, which is essentially projecting the present moment onto the foreseeable future, believing that the moment at hand constitutes that your entire life is amounted to this, rather than just being another passing, transitory experience in the whole. Emotionally intelligent people allow themselves their bad days. They let themselves be fully human. In this non-resistance, they find the most peace of all. All right, look, I've already smoked a little today, and I'm not going to apologize for not being able to properly read English, but you got the gist of that. Uh, Basically, that shit really spoke to me. And like I said, it it brought out the emotional intelligence conversation that I've been meaning to have with myself that I'm just going to share with you. Essentially, I want to take note, take record, take charge of my emotional state. And it's complicated because like, We've had, we've got it ingrained in our minds that you you don't control how you feel, but also at the same time, like, is that true? Is that true? Because the way we feel is based upon what we're thinking. And if we change what we're thinking, we feel a totally different way. So I would say that's that's having a little bit of control. And that's not, again, saying to sweep your emotions under the rug, distract yourself with other thoughts and convince yourself that you're happy. No, it's just changing the perspective on the things that do make you unhappy. What's another way that you could see them, you know? So one more time for the people in the back. What is emotional intelligence? Well, glad you asked. Emotional intelligence is most often defined as the ability to perceive, use, understand, manage, and handle emotions. So just to recap on that, (laughs) I'd like to learn how to perceive, use, manage, handle, and understand my emotions. I honestly think I'm getting pretty good at understanding them. Maybe less good at using or managing them. <laughs> but again, that's that's this is all part of the human process. We're doing our best. And it gave me a lot to look forward to, something to strive towards. And do I think I'm ever going to be perfect? Absolutely fucking not. Do I think that I should strive for perfection? Absolutely fucking not. No, I'm just here to tell you that this is what I'm working on. If it resonates with you and it hits home for you, then I hope it's something that you maybe try out and see if you want to incorporate it into your daily practice. I'm just trying to share what I'm going through in hopes that you get something from it. And just a friendly reminder, you can do hard things.
that's really it. I just wanted to blab out about that. And I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you being here. I love you. Happy Me Monday.